Jesus in the everyday me and you. The good news and shoes. This is the good news station. WCNO Palm City. 5th Street Pharmacy of Okeechobee is a WCNO corporate underwriter. Longtime pharmacists Blair Coolwin and Tom Bimbo, along with their dedicated staff, pride themselves on fast and friendly service, providing you a pharmacy experience with the personal touch that you deserve. 5th Street Pharmacy is located on the corner of Northwest 5th Street and 2nd Avenue behind Napa Auto Parts. Most insurance plans are accepted and they provide a drive-up window for your convenience. Good morning. I'm Pastor Bob Tarvis, your host for the Revealing Truth radio broadcast. I want to invite you to listen in today as Pastor Jason Baumgartner takes us on a journey through God's Word that will reveal truths for our lives. John 8.32 says, And you shall know the truth, and the truth shall set you free. Grab a pen and take some notes, and let the Holy Spirit reveal the Father's heart to you. you turn over to 2 Timothy chapter 4. 2 Timothy chapter 4, verse 1. I charge you therefore before God and the Lord Jesus Christ, who will judge the living and the dead at his appearing in his kingdom. Preach the word. Somebody say, preach the word. Be ready in season and out of season. Convince, rebuke, exhort with all longsuffering and teaching. For the time, listen carefully, for the time will come when they will not endure sound doctrine. But according to their own desires, because they have itching ears, they will heap up for themselves teachers, and they will turn their ears away from the truth and be turned aside to fables. But you, somebody say, but you. But you be watchful in all things, endure afflictions, do the work of an evangelist, fulfill your ministry. For I am already being poured out as a drink offering, and the time of my departure is at hand. I have fought the good fight. I have finished the race. I have kept the faith. Finally, there is laid up for me the crown of righteousness, which the Lord, the righteous judge, will give to me on that day, and not to me only, but to all also to all who have loved his appearing. Let's pray. Heavenly Father. We just thank you for today, Lord. I thank you for the ability to preach and teach. I thank you for truth that's imparted to us. God, I thank you for revelation. Lord, I just pray, God, in the name of Jesus, that you would give me entrance into the hearts of men and women that are here this morning. Lord, let me walk along the corridors, God, of their hearts, God. Lord, and reveal the truth of your word, God, that will bring the liberty and freedom that we need in our lives, God, to live this overcoming life that you have called us to live. Father, I thank you that you are awesome in all your ways, that you are greater, that you are mighty, that you are stronger, and there is nobody like you. Father, we give ourselves to you this morning for your pleasure, for your instruction, and Lord, for your truth. And we do it in the name of Jesus. And everybody said? Amen. Amen. We've been on this topic that the war is over for the last few weeks, and we're going to continue along that same line, that same line of thought, that series. And we talked to you a little bit on the first week about what it means to be an occupying force. How many know we're not an invading force? We understand that. We talked about that. But God has called us to do business till he comes back. He's called us to occupy. Jesus has already run the, won the war. He won the war 2,000 years ago when he uttered those words on the cross and said, it is finished. Amen? 
At that moment, God, by his grace, provided everything you will ever need for your life. It's already there. How we get it in our life is, depends on how we appropriate those things that he's already provided for us by faith. Somebody say, by faith. by faith. We talked a little bit about faith last week. We're going to talk a lot about faith next week. But how many of you understand that the kingdom of God that is in our hearts only advances by faith? We've got a little bit of help, but not a lot. It's by faith that we move into the promise of God. It's by faith that we take what God has already given us and possess the promise. It's by faith that we live the dream. It's by faith that our potential comes out and we do the things that God actually created for us to do. The things that God put on the inside of us begin to manifest on the outside. It does that by faith. Amen? So it also takes faith to live in this culture. It takes faith to live on this planet. It takes faith to, 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 to be able to live in a very wicked culture, a very... A, a, a worldly culture that is so bent and so, so anti-God, anti-Christ, you've got to have faith to live in it, don't you? Even though we, we know Christ has won the war, it takes faith. That's why Jesus said, keep doing the Father's business till I come back. See, right now the kingdom is in our hearts, but when he comes back, how many know he's going to set up his throne in Jerusalem? Hmm? He's going to step on the Mount of Olives. Come on, he's not, he's not, it's not a figure of speech when he said he's going to step on. He's really going to step on the Mount of Olives. <laughs> it's a real throne. And it's ornate and beautiful. And from that throne, he's going to issue judgments and decrees. And every tongue will confess that he is Lord. And every knee will bow. Every knee. Mm. But until that day comes, we are to occupy. We're to be busy about our Father's business. And we can look around the culture today, not just here in America, but throughout the entire world. And there's one thing that's evident is that the gap between right and wrong and the gap between the culture of this world and the culture of the church gets wider and wider and wider. And it used to be from generation to generation, but now it seems like every day. We see the things that are so wrong and so the things that are so anti-God being called good. Hmm? Today I want to talk to you about how to live and be a part of that occupying force. To live in that victory that's already been given to you. To live in that place of understanding where the promise is made real in your life. To be an occupier. Now I know we got to occupy Wall Street and we got to occupy, you know, all the other places. Well, I'm talking about let's occupy the world. I mean, you are part of the biggest occupying force on the face of the planet. Last count, there are 2.2 billion of you. There's a lot of us out there. Amen? It's interesting in our passage today, Paul's writing to one of his sons. Timothy was a spiritual son. And he's trying to prepare Timothy for what lies ahead because Paul's fixing to check out and go to heaven. He said, I'm getting, I'm getting ready to go, man. You need to understand a few things before I get out of here because you've got a lot to do when you leave. And how many of you understand Timothy became the pastor of the church in Ephesus? Most scholars believe that by the time Timothy became pastor, he had 25,000 people attending the church. That's, a, that's what we call a mega church today. Amen. And the church was in an area where there was a lot of diversity. Much like the United States of America today, there's a lot of diversity. A lot like the cities of America. A lot like Fort Pierce. A lot like uh, Port St. Lucie. There's a lot of diversity in our church this morning. And I thank God for it. Amen. But there was also, uh, in that time, there was a lot of witchcraft that went on. As a matter of fact, it was a major breakthrough in witchcraft that the church of Ephesus began. It was, it was planted because Paul set the witch free from the demon that was possessing her. Y'all remember the story? Amen. 
Because how I many know witchcraft controlled the economy of that whole city? And that's why a demon-possessed girl got set free. Everybody in town got mad at Paul and said, what are you doing? You're killing our business. You're ruining the economy of the city. What's wrong with you? How I many know most people today in America don't care what you believe until you touch their money? Hmm? I mean, you can, you can worship a big meatball in the sky if you want to, but you touch their money? It's amazing when the economy gets in trouble, then everybody starts paying attention. And we've seen that over the last few years, haven't we? But what happens here is all of a sudden the church is born in Ephesus and Paul was preparing Timothy. And watch this. He said, there's going to come a day when the world is living in chaos, Timothy. It's going to be a rough place to live. You're going to see people that don't know what to believe. You're going to see people that believe just about anything. They don't know what absolutes are. And I mean, that sounds a lot like the world we're living in today. Hmm? In fact, I really believe that Paul was probably pointing to a time in our day. He said the day will come when people want itching ears. They want their ears to be tickled. They want people to teach and preach only what they want to hear, only what makes them feel good with no conviction. They'll no longer want anybody to teach the truth. You ever heard someone say this? Well, I just want you to speak into my life. Pastor, will you speak into my life? I just want you to tell me the truth. Tell me the truth. Whatever you see in me, tell me what it is. I just, people say to me, I just look at them and go, you're lying right through your teeth. You can't handle the truth. Huh? You're just wanting to sound spiritual. Tell me the truth, Pastor. Tell me the truth. No, no, no. You can't handle all the truth right now. If I told you all the truth, you'd be offended and never come back to the church. Uh-oh. You don't mean that. Because how many of you know most people want you to speak into their life until you do? Hmm? And then when you speak in their life about something they didn't really want you to speak about, their tendency is to say, what gives you the right to tell me that? Uh, well, uh, six months ago you came to my office and asked me to speak into your life and tell you the truth. So this is part of that ordeal huh so when people say that to me you know what they're really saying is pastor I want you to tell me what I want to hear I want you to tell me something to make me feel good about my life because I feel so miserable I need you to I need you to pat me on the back and approve of me and accept me and make me feel better than what I am and keep me built up and if you do that with me pastor maybe we can walk together in the kingdom and I'll come to your church and and uh how many understand there comes a time in your life that you don't need somebody to tickle your ear there comes a time that you need somebody to just be honest with you and tell you the truth about a few things. Because I mean, Jesus don't always come to comfort you. Sometimes he comes to confront you. Now, sometimes he says, you know, what you did right there was ugly. Your pride stinketh. Hmm? I mean, sometimes Jesus gets involved in your stuff. And sometimes it's not pleasant. Hmm? I mean, you, know, you get your prayer list out and you begin to pray in the morning. You start praying about things that are there. And, and it seems like no matter how hard you pray, God just ain't going to talk to you about it. Huh? Because you know why? You can't never get God off subject. God is a stickler for staying on subject. Come on, somebody. If he's dealing with you about your lack of tithing or he's dealing with you about your time and all you want to talk about is he, you want him to heal you, I'm going to tell you right now, you're holding his hands back. You're keeping what by faith needs to be appropriated in your life from being appropriated. Mm, come on. You say, God, I'm interested in my healing. He said, well, I'm interested more in your disobedience. 
So we come to a point where we're dealing with a generation of people that want to go to church on Sunday morning so they can get some self-help points, but please don't get in my stuff. Please don't get down into my mess. Don't mess with my life. Don't mess with my marriage. Uh, uh, don't mess, don't, don't mess, with, mess with me and tell me how to live and tell me how to be holy. Don't tell me how to do my business and, and don't tell me how not to be underhanded in my business dealings because, you know, I got to make a lot. You know, the economy's bad. I need to make some money. So please, uh, please don't get on to me about me taking some shortcuts in my business or on my taxes, Pastor. Don't do that. And just let me come in and take my religious time ticket and punch my religious time clock so my conscience can be sued for six more days till I can get back here on Sunday. Come on, how many of that is going on in church all across America this morning? Come on now. But can I just tell you, those are not the people that occupy. Hmm? Those are the people that are part of your occupying force that spend most of the time in the infirmary. Come on now. God is calling for an army of believers that will say, you know what? In every aspect of my life, no matter what comes my way, I'm going to serve him. I'm going to lay it all open. I'm going to deal with the truth. I want God to shape me. I want God to transform me. I want God to change me and cause me to be part of this occupying force so that my destiny can be fulfilled in him. That's the kind of person that I really want to be. So that no matter where I go, I bear the marks of Christ. No matter where I go, I sound like Christ. I act like Christ. People look at me and they see Christ. And they see a life that's been changed by the power of Christ. I represent Him in a lost and dying world. I represent life and goodness and love and purity. Come on, somebody. That's what occupying forces are supposed to do. Thank you for joining us today for the Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner. We hope you will tune in again each day, Monday through Friday, right here on WCNO 89.9 FM. To obtain your copy of this week's message, please send your check for $5 for shipping and handling to 3891 Edwards Road, Fort Pierce, Florida, 34981. To pay by phone or simply make a love gift, you can call 772-461-8555. That number again is 772-461-8555. For more exciting information on our church, service times, and directions, you can check us out on the web at igniteyourworld.com. This has been The Revealing Truth with Pastor Jason Baumgartner, and I'm your host, Bob Tarvis. See you next time on The Revealing Truth. Walker, Supervisor of Elections for St. Lucie County. The voter registration books will close October the 9th for the general election. Are you a registered voter? Is your address current? If you answered no to either of these questions, this reminder is for you. To vote on November the 6th, you must be a registered voter. You can register at all three Supervisor of Elections offices and all county libraries or visit slcelections.com. Your vote is your voice.
This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station. Welcome to Family Matters, a daily look inside the real world of parents and their children. I'm your host, Paul Kendall. Watching my kids grow up is fascinating to me. Over the years, I've asked them, what do you want to be when you grow up? And the answers have changed many times over the years. Did you hear the good news? You don't have to run and hide. You can drop all your defenses. His arms are open wide. This is WCNO, Palm City, the good news station.